0: GoPros. You've seen them strapped to cyclists' helmets, stuck to Formula One racing cars, and occasionally attached to farm animals. The GoPro camera has been responsible for some of the most out there footage we see on TV and YouTube and has just launched its latest version, the GoPro Hero 6. Cohen Summers from GoPro in the States is here to tell me all about it. Cohen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, I've I've had you know as as I was saying as we're coming down the stairs I've, I've got a drawer full of GoPros going back to before they were HD and I've got a, that that early one that was pretty rubbish I've got to say <laughs> um, but for listeners who everyone's seen the footage but for listeners who don't know what a GoPro is or have never really seen one or handled one what give us the one oh one what 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 is it and what does it do.
1: Well, first of all, it's really more than just a camera. You know, we really are a storytelling solution. We are integrated hardware and software. So not only are you getting the most versatile, rugged, waterproof camera on the planet, you also have a plethora of mounts and accessories to get those unique angles and perspectives, as well as software to help take... All that great footage and create automatic edits so that you can make storytelling super easy.
0: So I want to talk about the software side of things first, but let's just zero in on the camera. So it's it's about I guess my, my mother would describe it as the size of I don't know two boxes of matches, right? So it's yeah. a chi- a chi- the size of a child's fist. Well, <laughs> you have to make a child very angry to know how big that is. Well, <laughs> how, how do you describe it? What's what's your what's your rule of thumb for how big a GoPro is?
1: Oh yeah, I'd say it's about you know the size of a small fist. Um, you can fit it in your mouth. You could fit it in your mouth. As do you do, you do that at GoPro drinks on a Saturday night, see how many GoPros you can fit in your mouth and keep them rolling? <laughs> yeah, and it's usually one for me. You know, I don't, just,
0: <laughs> you're just not trying. So it's, it's small. It's rugged. So how, how rugged is rugged? Because, you know, my old, my old uh, SLR camera was not rugged at
1: all. Uh, but how, how rugged is a GoPro? Well, they're designed to be used by some of the most extreme athletes and the most extreme use cases. So rugged enough that we've seen them, you know, skydiving and actually fall off somebody's helmet while skydiving land, you know, Five thousand, eight thousand meters on the ground. And I think famously
0: in a pig pen once. In a pig pen, okay. yes. The which, which is a sort and... of
1: a mushy place to land, right? <laughs> Better than a gra- you know a quarry. Or inside an elephant's mouth. You know, one fell and an elephant picked it up and started filling himself with a selfie and thought maybe it would be a good lunch and put it inside his mouth. As well as you know we've put him in some you know if you've seen movies like Fast and the Furious, like they're using a lot of those really unique angles where the cars are exploding and, and the cameras are going to laugh through those types of scenarios. So.
0: Well, I suppose the the, the um, you know the most motion- picture or TV industry, it's it's a good good use for them because, you know, your normal uh, movie camera could, you know, some of them are, are multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Whereas your GoPro is just, you know, multiple hundreds. So, you know, if the if camera gets destroyed but the memory card is still intact, that that's fine. Absolutely.
1: You know, some of those shots they're spending, like you said, hundreds if not millions of dollars on just one shot, one scene. And what's a couple hundred dollars if you get the shot that could never be captured with another kind of camera? So... Rugged,
0: uh, waterproof as well, which I I found out once. I I dropped one uh, back in the early days when there were just a... They so were just a professional device. A professional photographer said, here, hold this, and I dropped it into a lagoon in, in Samoa, Australia. Well, w- when they're in their case,
1: they're waterproof, right?
0: Or is the whole thing waterproof?
1: What's great about our Hero 5 and our Hero 6 lineup is they're waterproof without a housing now. Ah. Our, our engineering team I'm, I'm is, behind, is I'm behind level. the times, um, right? They've designed the external housing to have no need for that waterproof housing. Now, we still do uh, make that so that if you are the you know super you know scuba diver and you want to be able to go down to to 60 meters and we do have the super suit that allows you to do that otherwise it's waterproof to 10 meters without any sort of housing
0: which is as deep as you want to go for a you know crayfish or a feet of power as 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 a Sorry, Abalone, <laughs> balloon. Just, 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 just to, <laughs> just to um, translate it. So, over the years, you know, from the from the first models to the six, um, as we've sort of alluded to, the the customers changed a little bit. And you know, early days, the first ones I saw were with you know professional photographers and filmmakers, uh, and then it became the the camera that would be strapped to the extreme skateboarder or um, you know mountain biker. Uh, was was that was that deliberate going down going down that extreme sports market? Because it, it it led to some pretty good footage.
1: Yeah, I think it was, you know, part of the natural evolution. And and a lot of it comes from our founder. You know, GoPro was founded because our owner, Nick Woodman, while in Indonesia and Australia, he wanted to be able to, to surf and capture his friends and his moments, but not necessarily be on the beach or have to carry a gigantic rig. And over time, you know, as we saw that this camera could be used in those unique places to capture those f- different angles. We just felt like, why not use a GoPro for everything to capture just life? So as a natural progression, like, just like we might like to mountain bike, we might like to ski, well, we might want to chase our kids around the backyard or jump around the tramp. Or like you said, strap it on the back of my dog to get the perspective when I'm playing fetch with them. Have you done that? I have, and oh man, some good of those, footage. Good, especially when you can slow it down at now 240 frames, which is about eight times slow motion, um, to give you that cool, smooth, you know, epic uh, footage. Dog tongue coming in and out. Um, yeah, <laughs>
0: be- beads of beads of doggy doggy slobber going going uh, going everywhere. So it's we're, we've talked about video, so it's primarily uh, a video camera, fair to say. So people people shoot video and then either, you know, make a TV program from it or, uh, you know, share it on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. But uh, people also use them for stills, right?
1: Yeah. I You know, I'm one of the, the users that predominantly uses it for for photos. You know, I I love um, taking long exposure night photos and being able to capture shots of the stars at night and some of those unique perspectives that our eyes may never see. And the GoPro allows you to take beautiful long exposure, either single photos or if maybe you wanted to do, you know, see the moon tracing across the entire sky over a night, you can take a, a night lapse that takes a series of photos at a certain duration. So you could capture an entire evening.
0: So, but is there, is there Oh well, I guess there is, it's just a question of how much, what, what's the crossover between, you know, what a GoPro could do, because it's going to cost me, but I, I haven't checked the exact number, seven, eight hundred dollars, yeah, something, uh, but what's the crossover between what that can do and what my
1: really good mobile phone camera can do, assuming I've got a really good mobile phone camera? Yeah, I mean, just... Like any capture device, whether it be an SLR, whether it be your phone, they're all different tools for us to create, you know, uh, photos and videos. And each tool has a different use case. You know, my phone's great for those reactive moments. I always have it on me. It's the device that you know that controls my life. But it, there's a time and a place for for that where a GoPro is I- more ideal. You know, I am underwater. I'm going to give it to my two-year-old. Like, last thing I want to do is give my really expensive smartphone to my son or child to run around with. So. A GoPro is the perfect thing to complement your cell phone so that you can capture those moments and, and again get those you know shots and angles you can't get with your phone.
0: So you talked about the, the family shots and you know giving it to your giving it to 2 year old um, that that's going to be important for GoPro as a company right because you know we are not despite what we might like to think we're not all hardcore surfers we're not snowboarders we're not all um skydivers so for this this company to you know grow and for the little gopro camera to become somewhat more ubiquitous it's going to have to become a little bit more mundane in what it
1: captures isn't it absolutely and you know the nice thing about gopro is you know making it easy and making storytelling easy is by far one of our number one, uh, you know, goals. Because at the end of the day, if it's not simple, it's not easy. What's the main goal? It's really to share the content, to f- you know, with our friends, with our families, to help amplify and celebrate these unique moments in our lives. Because moments are happening way too fast today and it's really cool to be able to make something that my mom that might have a really hard time even just using her smartphone feel comfortable and not intimidated and now with like our quick stories it literally will automatically offload all the footage onto your device and then by which by
0: what you mean your phone
1: yeah your yeah, yeah, yeah. your phone or your tablet depending yeah. on what you choose um, and it will automatically make an edit which, if you're like me, I have terabytes of footage that sit on an SD card that I never look at. I offload it once, and maybe I go back, but Quick Stories does this automatically.
0: Well, that, that's, that's something I wanted to talk about. I mean, we might be getting a little bit uh, sort of anthropological here, but, you know, 20th century, people would take, you know, originally film home movies, which they got processed and then put in a box and then kept forever, and then they would take, uh, you know, VHS which they'd put in a box, put on a shelf, keep forever, and then, you know, the different digital video formats on tape nowadays we seem to be capturing more and more and more video but like you said it just stays on the card and then you go oh you know what i'm just going to delete that because i need the space i'm going to write over it is 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 that something that you think about at gopro is you know just the idea that stuff gets shot and never used it's by far
1: yeah absolutely it's by far one of the number one pain points that we need to alleviate because like i said before sharing the content is ultimately why we want to do it we want to show our friends our family these cool or unique moments But there is those pain points to doing that. It is, you got the time to plug it into your device and like your computer, offload that. Once it's offloaded, you got to go through an entire process to create something with that in a format that then you most likely are just transferring back to your cell phone to post on Instagram or Facebook or even just send in an email. We're trying to completely eliminate that. So it's as simple as shoot, share just swiping and tapping so that again so swiping and tapping on the GoPro or swiping and tapping on your phone screen on your phone screen so you shoot something on your GoPro you connect it via the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth capabilities and in the app you'll just swipe down and it will initiate the offloading process do
0: you you need to have in in order to you know use this um, quick story capability do do you need to have a fairly chunky phone does it need to be a fairly capable phone or can
1: most smart you know Android and iPhones handle that yeah most Androids Android devices as well as iPhones can handle it. I mean, we do have really you know, high ProRes resolutions and frame rates, but you know shooting so it... So the, the frame rate is how many images it takes per second. So
0: standard TV is 2425, right? Absolutely. But if you want to, sort of paradoxically, if you want to slow the footage down, you shoot more frames per second, right?
1: Absolutely. And what's great is we still allow you to shoot in full HD and have that Ultra HD at 1080p, um, so which is, which is high-resolution, lots of dots, no graininess like we used to have with, with VHS. Which is truly optimized for that mobile experience. So whether you're using the latest and greatest cell phone or you've just got you know something that's been around for a couple of years, you can you know, have a great experience with our cameras and our ecosystem.
0: So I'm talking to, uh, from GoPro, the people who make those uh, clever little video cameras, Cohen Summers, back soon. Yeah. Navigating the dig- digital landscape. Landscape. Sunday Social with Vaughan Davis. Welcome back to Sunday Social. I'm Vaughan Davis. And with me from the uh, little digital video camera company GoPro, well, the l- big company that makes little cameras, Cohen Summers. Welcome back. Thanks. Tell me about um, why you are involved in this company. I mean, there's a heck of a lot of tech companies, a heck of a lot of camera companies. What, what lights your candle about, uh, about GoPro?
1: Well, you know, I originally have was a user. I was a customer. You know, I you know have been using GoPros just like yourself for since many years. Since, since the cracking. yeah, since the original,
0: since, 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 since they were low resolution and hard hard to hard to use. Yeah, it took 30
1: second video yeah, and took yeah. AAA batteries. And yeah. you know, oh, I was yeah, using it yeah. to capture. You know. I love a mountain bike, I love to ski, but I love to be outdoors and I love to capture those moments and you know when there was an opportunity to, to be a part of this unique company that's helping craft the future of how we're you know, capturing our lives, you know, it was a no brainer and you know, from one you know, joining this company it's unique that I get to play a part in, in how the future of the, the world is capturing their lives. So as a
0: as a mountain biker, as an outdoor adventurer. Do you think that that you or people who use GoPros in general, do you think having that GoPro on there offers the temptation to perhaps push it a little harder or be a little riskier or, you know, go a bit closer to the edge or faster or higher or wetter or whatever you do?
1: I think naturally. I mean, you know, we all like to show how awesome we are and all the incredible things that we do. But for me, man, I'm the, I'm the one that has a hard time, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the beginner guy most times. So for me, a lot of times now I'm using my GoPro for the things that I never thought I would be using it for. It's just me sitting on an airplane. It's me, you know, looking at those unique buildings around, you know, those, this, as I trek around the many cities I go to. And, of course, I think it naturally, you know, individuals might do that. But individuals will always push the limit. You see this every day, no matter if they have a camera on them or not. We're mm-hmm. always pushing the boundaries of everything we do, regardless of the being a camera there.
0: Well, what about the flip side? You know, if you're out on your
1: mountain bike and you do something
0: awesome and you realize, oh, no, I didn't have my camera. That was just wasted. Why did I even have that experience? If I can't share it with the world. Why was it
1: worth having? Uh, that's a good point. But at the same point, I think, you know, I... I don't use my camera all the time because at the end of the day, a lot of times I, I want to be able to just go out and enjoy things. And maybe today's the day I take my GoPro, but maybe today's the day I don't. And I think that I'm still going to go out and do all these things I love, regardless if I have a camera or not. Now, if I have a camera there to capture that moment, even better. If I don't, and maybe I'm bummed but mm. that just means i got to go back and try go, it again. It.
0: So we, we talked about the, the move towards everyday users, you know, the trampoline, the dog, the two-year-old um, in the sandpit or whatever it is. What about the really hardcore users? So you must um, have a lot to do in your job with the absolute, you know, the stars of GoPro who then become the, the stars of YouTube or whatever. Mm. What, what are some of the most impressive things you've seen done with the camera?
1: Oh, I mean, everything from, you know, guys that are here down going into some of the most insane volcanoes and they're using it for research, so they're pushing the limits of the boundaries of not only what science can do, In space as well. We recently um, worked with some guys out of Texas that Mm -hmm. are strapping it some of the next generation space modules and sending it all the way up into space. And seeing the world from above, you know, is is incredible. Or the space station recently with the eclipse, they had GoPro strapped all over uh, the space station to see that eclipse from that view. Which is pretty cool because, I mean, once upon a time, you know, NASA would have
0: commissioned a $100,000, $500,000 camera. Now they just, what, buy one from the
1: Best Buy or wherever. Yeah, from the Harvey Norman.
0: Yeah. Look, you and your lo- your local references—the Harvey Norman, the Noel, the Noel Leeming—I suppose. So the the new camera, uh, the the Hero Six. Why do they call it a GoPro Hero? No one, you know, no, you know, that no one calls them Heroes, don't you? They just call it a GoPro.
1: It why, is just a GoPro. Why yeah. do you
0: stick with the Hero thing? What's about? That?
1: Well, the Hero is is you know our, our line of, of cameras. It's the mm. lineup. It's been you know the GoPro's
0: the company Hero's the
1: camera. Mm. Yeah, mm. and uh, you know the original concept of like being a hero was that we really are saying you need to be the most insane crazy doing the most you know become a professional what we really mean is that we want you to live your life to the fullest and that's what really being a hero is is that we all are on this planet for a certain amount of time and that you know we want to get the most out of what we do and being a hero is really living your life to to the fullest um and enjoying it at the at the most
0: so the gopro hero six which you know you're on the on the publicity tour basically to to launch uh if i've got a four or a five in in a drawer and i'm sure i have one of those two somewhere. Um, what are the big step-ups? What, what's the improvement that's going to make me uh, you know, go down to the Harvey Norman and, uh, and buy one?
1: It's really driven by what's underneath the hood. Um, it's by our brand new, what we call our GP1 chip. It's an in-house proprietary... So the
0: computer chip that's inside it?
1: Yeah, the processing yeah. chip that <coughs> is really the engine, just like it would be in a race car. We've now designed this 100% in-house to really... Take a platform that the Hero 5 introduced and continue that story, and now you have twice the performance, so you're getting two times the resolution and frame rates at 4K 60, as well as 1080, 240. So this, so
0: this means the pictures are sharper and they're captured at a higher rate, so if you want to slow them down, or, or m- movement will be smoother.
1: Absolutely. Sure? So ultra high <laughs> definition for those insane you know, HD you know, 4K televisions, or you know, 240 frames allows you to slow stuff down eight times, so you can really see those moments and those movements like you've never seen them before, like the water droplets dropping off someone's arm when they're jumping in and out of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also enhanced video stabilization, because we know that if you're chasing oh, yeah. your kid around the backyard... Or coming down the hill on your motorbike. Exactly. You mm-hmm. might get some rattle. It makes you almost see some of that footage and kind of get a little bit nauseous. Now, all of a sudden, it's going to look buttery smooth as almost if you were a professional cinematographer. Buttery smooth. <laughs> you're buttery smooth. Um,
0: I've, got, I've got a couple of selfish questions, because I, I I use my GoPros in my airplane and there are two things that um, grind my gears. One is there's, and you see this on uh, programs like Ice Pilots, you know, which is largely filmed on GoPros, Mm -hmm. that, uh, that frame rate interference thing where the vibration in the airplane and the frame rate of the camera conspire to make this sort of
1: fluid yeah, like wave.
0: Will this wavy thing go through the, uh, through the whole Is, is that uh, addressed when you get up to a higher frame rate like you have in the 6?
1: Yeah, as well as with this new GP1 chip, the Hero six is the smartest camera that we've ever created. Not only is it, well, well I'd hope so. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> yeah, right? come on, well, we'd otherwise, we'd so. call
0: it the Hero Zero. You know? <laughs>
1: uh, but what is also happening underneath the hood is we're using the accelerometers, we're using the GPS oh. to om- to anticipate and know we know what your movements you're going to be doing before you're doing them. So those super high frequencies that traditionally will cause those rolling movements or what we call the Jello effect, mm. we're now able to anticipate that and. Are you know go in and actually correct it, get rid so, of it uh, as, as it, of it happens. Exactly, well,
0: that's something to look forward to. And the other one, I think I've got the answer because this this uh, maybe I'm, I'm a four because it, it only mounts when it's got a case on it. So that must be a four, right? Um, to get or to get external audio into that damn thing, I had to drill a hole in the case because that was just the way it is. But now the six just mounts straight onto the base of the camera, so you just plug in your micro. SD or USB or whatever to get some audio in, yeah?
1: Yeah, so even the Hero 5 as well, uh, ah. since they're all-in-one and rugged rugged and waterproof without a housing, the mics are external, so yes, no longer do you, you sound like you're, you know, in a box, in a box mm. because you've got the audio there so when you're coming out of the water it's designed just like our ears so there's yeah. a natural membrane so if it's under water conditions it will drain just like with the gravity and cool. you'll be able to hear those moments and sounds and you can use the onboard microphones which for, are, or plug one in or plug or one plug in if one you in. want to use a big you know kind of more professional looking set
0: hey so up to the GoPros, um what's the what, what's what's your dream for the gopro 10 what does that look like <sighs>
1: Because uh, that's
0: the cl- that's the cool thing at the moment. Just you know, skip to the ten. Yeah, just
1: skip to the ten. Go six to ten. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it would be something that is literally you. you don't even know it's there. It can be mounted in place and anywhere, anytime. And then ultimately, you know, I think in it in it does it captures those moments. So it'd almost be as if it's invisible. That invisible be, camera. That would be pretty neat.
0: Wow, that'd go down well in the former East Germany. Hey, uh, <laughs> Cohen Co- Co- Summers from uh, GoPro. Thank you so much for joining me and getting all geeky with the video tech on uh, Sunday Social. You're welcome. Welcome back to Sunday Social, and you can listen to that whole interview with Cohen Summers uh, again as many times as you like. In fact, listen many times, because it helps my, uh, my statistics, at uh, radiolive.co.nz under Shows and Sunday Social, or, of course, as a podcast on iTunes. Just, you know, search Radio Live Sunday Social, and there you go. Hey, welcome. Welcome back to the chair, Anna Connell. How are you?
2: I'm very good, Vaughan. How are you?
0: Good. you being digitally busy?
2: So digitally busy. So
0: digitally busy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's like virtually busy or d- digitally busy. You're or just
2: p- actually busy.
0: <laughs> it's, it's funny. I was talking to someone the other day, um, and we hadn't planned this, so this is ad-libbed. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about digital detoxes, about the idea of unplugging, stepping away from the social media, oh, turning yeah. off the phone. What, where do you stand on that?
2: Oh, look, I idealistically think it's great and would love to be able to do it, but I just can't. A, my job requires that I'm plugged into the web a
0: lot. Because you're, you're monitoring, you're, you're doing some Facebook community management for people. Like
2: uh, yeah, so I do sort of digital strategy so I'm in the, the digitalness that requires, requires that I some am digital. there. But I also, I don't know, I feel like we probably just need to evolve to perhaps cope with being plugged in like that. Like, I think. Oh,
0: that's very fatalistic. Well, I just think we're getting past it's, it's the one
2: point way traffic. of it being sort of something that you can actually step away from.
0: That's interesting because you, know, you you quite often hear people, and typically, typically it's people who have kind of made their money or or been successful thanks to digital media and thanks to being plugged in the whole damn time, telling us that we should unplug, step away, turn off the phone, you know, have that digital detox. But yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a whole bunch of hooey. Yeah,
2: I agree. It's kind of like Arianna Huffington and her whole theory ex- about that's sleep. That's it's a, like ex- well, nice to be you, Ariana. That's
0: exactly <laughs> who I'm thinking of. Who who founded the Huffington Post? Whose money comes from her being plugged in all the time? and I was being plugged in all the time reading it, and now she's saying, hey, step away from exactly. the device. Exactly, exactly. Crazy. Hey, speaking of devices, now Google. Now, Google's not known to many of us as a maker of devices, at least not historically. Um, but they've kind of been dabbling. they brought out the old thing, the odd phone, the odd uh, speaker and bits and pieces. But uh, they've announced this week a, um, a deluge, a raft. A, a, a raft, A raft floating on the deluge uh, of, so of items, of things. Tell us about some of the things, because they're kind of interesting.
2: They have. So they've launched eight new hardware products. And eight. Eight. So many. Um, and there's the, there's the sort of, I guess, the usual stuff that you would expect from a company, like new phones,
0: so the, the new pixels. So I've never even seen a Google Pixel phone. Can no, you buy one in New Zealand? I don't
2: know, because they came out last year, mm. and there was a one, and now there's a two, and I've never seen one in the wild. Mm. Um, but I've had a we look at them. They, they um, look actually a bit scandinavian do the job, obviously, incredibly well. Um, and they're bloody serious about it because they've just hired 2,000 engineers from HTC, a phone-making company, The Chinese phone-making company. Yeah, do you yeah, know?
0: Do you know what HTC stands for? No. <laughs> it's, it stands for High Technology Company.
2: Wow, what a great name. <laughs> I know,
0: I know. But then what does Google stand for, really?
2: Well, exactly. So um, there's the phones and the usual kind of stuff and a, and a new um, laptop and all the rest of it. But I think there are two really, really cool products they've pulled out. One of their... Um, Earphones, they're headphones called buds, um, and the incredible thing about those is that you can put them into your ear and you can tap into Google Assistant. Um, and which, you,
0: which Google Assistant is it's kind of um, open access artificial intelligence connect to the yeah. whole w- so world thing.
2: All of the products that they have launched, they talk about a lot as being kind of powered by artificial intelligence, so plugged into algorithms and all that kind of government. But these headphones, like the Batfish. And the Hitchhiker's, hitchhiker's guide, guide to, to the, the, galaxy, the Galaxy, where the guy puts the weird-looking fish thing into his ear and suddenly can understand what somebody else is saying. So these headphones will actually translate 40 different languages. So you, someone could speak to you in French, you push the headphones, and that's then translated to your native language, which is pretty incredible, right? It's like, I think that's pretty neat. It's,
0: it's, it is and it isn't, because suddenly, where's the... I mean, it's incredible. It is incredible we 're wearing we 're wearing headphones, you speak to me French, mm. I hear English, mm-hmm. but do you know what what i 've lost what i 've lost hearing you speak in French so, yeah. so so yes, at a pragmatic practical level it 's kind of cool, but it, it just by removing barriers you, you remove a bit of the magic mystery the the diversity and difference I
2: know I guess I just like i 'm so skeptical about wearables in general and I feel like this is actually a legitimately useful bit of kit does something a bit different to, to your average headphones the other um piece of uh, kind of put out is called
0: wait 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 anna i've just found the flaw in this plan <laughs> okay so let's wind back the cro- the clock wind back the crock, actually on google buds okay okay these are headphones where yep. if you speak french to me i hear english yep so what do i do then
2: Oh, well, so... Then I,
0: then I speak English to you and you go, pardon?
2: No, 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 because you're also wearing them as
0: well. Oh, 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 so everyone in the world has to be wearing them. For <laughs> okay. this to work, everyone in France has to be wearing them. Everyone in France that I might possibly want to talk to has to also be wearing a set of these things.
2: Everybody's <laughs> going to be wearing them. Let's just assume oh. that, like they were going to wear Google Glass. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> move on what what else you got so
2: Google Clips is the um, little AI powered camera so it's a little square box with a camera in it you can plonk it anywhere turn it on and it will make decisions for you about what to take photos of
0: Okay. Which is cool, right? What's wrong with me taking a photo of things?
2: Well, so they've done quite a lot of research. They're targeting parents and pet owners with us. I'm a parent and a pet owner. There you go. So you're the perfect market. It's essentially, you know how when you actually stop your kids from kind of doing something to take a photo and they're never doing the cute thing that you want them to be doing or your dog isn't doing that do that thing do that thing this will now kind of sense it will learn faces so it has facial recognition and it will sense when it looks like there's something that should be taken a photo of and it just keeps on taking these little seven second burst clips it stores it all on that that device so it's not they've like really tried to play down the creep factor with this because it will just start recording of its own Mm -hmm. devices. They are not suggesting it's a wearable thing, so they're not suggesting that you walk around with a camera on you. Well, I misunderstood.
0: I thought they were, because I saw a photograph of it, like...
2: On a shirt, Clip, clipped
0: to a, someone's pants. Yeah,
2: I watched something um, just before I came over, and they are playing that down because again, it's kind of like how crazy. Creepy creepy. Yeah, so they're
0: no, it's really like, yeah, well. It's, it's you know, poli- it's like the police yep. body cam for the rest of us.
2: I know, and they're really trying to play that down, so ah. they they want it in sort of static locations, or um, you know, if you're kind of going out hiking or something along those lines, you could probably take it with you. But largely, they're pitching it at parents and pet owners as a way to kind of capture those moments that you might otherwise miss. Kind
0: of cool. Now the last two. I can, I can speak to you because I'm into this. This is Google Home. Have you played with Google Home?
2: No, I'm dying to, though. Oh, come around. Hello, Google. Um,
0: Google <laughs> no, it's okay, Google. Um, Google Home is, the, we've spoken about this on the show a, a, a bit. It's, it's the smart speaker, about the size of a, a tin of baked beans, sits on your, on your kitchen counter, and you interface to the internet through it. Say, okay, Google, when's my next appointment? And it's connected to your Gmail and your calendar. It says, Vaughn, your next appointment is at um, 7 p.m. at Radio Live. You'll need to leave in 15 minutes. Smart, right? Super smart. And and lots of other stuff, like it'll play your music or it'll get you a recipe for pavlova or whatever. They' just announced two more. So there's a standard Google Home, which I think is about one hundred and forty u s. Uh, they've just launched the Google Home Mini, which is so cheap, forty nine dollars u s about the size of a baby's fist, um although quite often things are the size of babies' fists. and you it makes me wonder well, what's we making what, what's making these babies so angry <laughs> to, to make these little fists. so forty nine dollars does all the things. But the one I'm interested in is the Google Home Max, which is mm, bigger than a loaf of bread. and it's got great sound because I, I use my Google Home it kind of as my primary um, music player because the interface is so good. Um, but it's kind of small and the sound's okay but not great. But uh, the Google Home Max, $399, I think is quite awesome. Looking forward to it.
2: So you could use Google Home and say... Okay, Google, open Spotify.
0: I don't even... No, I don't even say it. I say, okay, Google, um, you know, play me uh, Birthday by the Sugar Cubes, and it will decide whether to play it from my Spotify account or from some other source. Mm. Whatever is the best available source, it'll play it. If it's connected to my Chromecast, which is that little finger-sized thing that plugs into your your TV, okay, Google, play me some goat videos, and it'll find some goat videos on YouTube and stream them to my TV. It's kind of awesome. And, And it's just the beginning. So... You know, in the States especially, people are into smart thermostats and smart lighting and bits mm, and pieces mm, like that and some security. Homes, yep, yep. It'll interface with that. But but I'm glad we've got some time left uh, before the break and we're going to finish uh, a minute or two just talking about this. This is what I want. This is why we did everything in the last 2,000 years of human c- um, civilization. It's called, I don't even know how to say it, Q O O B O. How would Cubo. you say that? Cubo. 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 Cubo is a cat simulator.
2: I just can't even with this one,
0: but carry on. But it's the best. So what are the the good bits of a cat? The strokey bit and the taily bit, Yes, the
2: fur, I guess. No
0: one likes the claws. Or the The, face. The teeth you can do without. (laughs) Um, don't defeat it. A Japanese company called Yukai Engineering has brought out uh, an intelligent cat robot simulator thing. It's furry. It's about the size of a rugby ball, which is to say it's about the size of a cat. It has a tail. And it just responds to you stroking. It purrs, the tail wags from side to side. It's lovely. Do you know I what
2: it looks like one. though? It looks like a furry Roomba. You know Roombas? They're little robot vacuum cleaners. I want one of those. Yeah, too I do ex- too. They're, too, they're
0: too expensive. Well,
2: I think it looks like a furry Roomba with a tail.
0: Maybe they should make the Roomba fur. Uh, but, but the the, the pro, if you made a Roomba furry, it would shed fur and it would spend its whole entire life Trying to vacuum cleaning, itself up. Up, <laughs> uh, licking itself like a like, like a real cat. So the name the name is Cubo. It's I've got to say it's a Q O O B O. Google it. Uh, that. That absolutely my Gadget of the decade. Hey, after the break, the uh, the websites and apps you just cannot do without back soon. Yes indeed, don't worry, be happy. There's a bazillion apps out there. Most of them are rubbish. Most of them are rubbish, but luckily Anna and I have spent all that time when our timesheet said we were working on client business actually sussing out the stuff that's worth your download, haven't we? <laughs> I
2: do it after hours.
0: I <laughs> do it after hours. There is no after hours when you're when you're when you're married to the job. Hey, um this is interesting. I was I was walking down the road the other night and saw some posters and they very much caught my eye, they're very clever posters, advertising a thing called the sober self chatbot.
2: Yeah. So, we've talked about chatbots before, essentially kind of machine learning, AI-powered messaging platforms. Facebook Messenger had brought a lot of them to life. I think the last one we talked about was WoBot, the the chatbot therapy tool. So, this is from the New Zealand Health Promotion Agency. Oh,
0: uh, you know what? I thought I'd do some more research. I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was. Is it not? No, you th- well, yes. Yeah, so is, is it from?
2: Is it, it
0: It's from no. It's for, it's from a crowd called Cheers, and who Cheers are?
2: Oh, they're the alcohol. They're, people, it's, aren't
0: they? it's a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually the, the, the alcohol industry trying to be uh, trying to be good. So we we'll look at it through that lens. It's the alcohol industry trying to be good. That's okay, who's behind. Okay. Well.
2: Anyway. I, I think I think they've kind of succeeded. Um, I think there were a few people that were calling this a bit of a gimmick, but essentially what it is is you search for sober self in the Facebook Messenger. App and immediately a little bot says hello to you and you some terms and conditions, and then you just have a quick little conversation with them. The idea behind it is that you tell them what time you're when you're sober <laughs> that you think you should wind up your yeah, evening.
0: Yeah, yeah, So, so it's you know, let's say it's um, you know, well, it's it's about quarter to eight now, and uh, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go out after this for a few drinks, Anna. And you, go, mm, but I only want it to be a few drinks, of exactly. Anna. So I'm going to I'm going to tell this bot that at ten thirty we're going to nod on the head.
2: So it will. Tell it a time that you want to finish and it will then message you and have a little chat with you at that time. And the other thing is um, it will also automatically call an Uber for you at that particular time and you get a 25% discount off your Uber ride home, which I think is awesome.
0: I think that's a pretty sweet deal. Uh, I, I, I used it last night.
2: Oh, did you? I had a bit of a play with it. Um, hypothetically, but I didn't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, no. I, well, <laughs> I was out working, um, and you know, we did. We it was an evening function. I was I was working at, and uh, we said, oh, well, let's have a you know couple of pieces of pizza afterwards, and I said it to to remind me at 10pm because you know I'm quite conservative and at 10pm it said hey time to go home and I said nah
2: <laughs> you rejected it
0: I rejected it but, but uh, well in fact what, what did it actually say what was the what, oh my gosh it, it, it followed me. I've just realised it, it checked in on um, the morning after to see how it was see that's quite responsible which, 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 which is quite nice um, so it says at ten o'clock. It said, "Are we ready to go?" And I said, "Nope." I said, "Okay, fair enough." And then I tried again half an hour later, and it still gave me the discount. So sober self, a uh, little chat bot on uh, on Facebook, and uh, you you tell it when you would like a get the heck out of their message. Yeah, picture. I think
2: it's a really nice little mashup of Messenger and, and Uber, um, and I think we'll see more and more of this kind of um, sort of bot conscience.
0: Yeah. Coming to life. No, it's kinda neat. Of, I like it. Um this next one, I think this is really cool. So or it's just really dumb, or maybe it's really cool because it's dumb. Auckland Library, uh recommending books based on how you're feeling automatically yeah. by looking at you.
2: I saw that. I I really like it because I to me it's kind of got an air of that netflix algorithm but not quite um to it so you go in there you stand in front of a screen it takes a picture of you and it also knows what the weather is doing so it matches the expression on your face so you might be happy but it's raining and it recommends a book on that basis I think would, it's the start of something quite
0: cool. Yeah, I would would and and the the twist the twist you know apparently powered by Microsoft uh, artificial intelligence who knew Microsoft had such a thing uh, the twist is that it recommends the hardly ever borrowed books that live down in the basement.
2: Mm, I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah. you know,
0: part of me part of me wants to believe that actually it just flips coin and just gives you a book.
2: Well, maybe it does. I guess. Maybe it
0: does because because you know no matter what it gave you. You'd you'd kind of draw that line in your head between you know you justify oh it's giving me Animal Farm oh I get it yes that's because of this and that and that oh clever bot oh
2: I see what you mean that's kind of like a self fulfilling yeah prophecy. yeah
0: because I, I like randomness I, I don't like um I don't like Amazon recommending me you know that the hundredth book because I bought these other ninety nine and therefore I must like this one oh
2: that just doesn't work very well does it or
0: Netflix. Netflix. Mm, yeah.
2: Netflix, I think, does better on that front. Amazon's is terrible. Oh, but I don't
0: know. Well, I, I honestly, I spend I spend more time, and I should I should kick this habit. I spend more time sometimes going through movies and TV shows to decide which one I will finally watch than I do actually spend watching the damn movies. No, oh, absolutely. Mom, mom, we used to do this at Video Easy, didn't we? <laughs> we used to walk stand around.
2: Stand front. I know of the shelves.
0: We stand in front of the shelves and uh, and 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 choose the ones that we were going to finally play with.
2: Too much choice, my mother would
0: say. Too much choice. Well, do well, you know? Do you know what uh, Netflix needs is, just like, um, just like Wikipedia has a random article button. Have you ever uh, seen the random article button on Wikipedia? Yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 Fourth yeah. down the left. Yeah. Um, Netflix should do a special subscription where you pay half as much and you just push random movie, for <laughs> random TV. You
2: can only watch random stuff. I think. Well, <laughs> What
0: what's wrong with that? No, I think I think, I think I think it would be really good because it would sort of open you up to um to, to, to new experiences. Now, what one new experience? I don't know if this is random or cool or creepy or what. Is um, in New Zealand, in New Zealand, clearly humans are just problematic. They're over humans. They don't want no more humans. I mean, the autopilots to fly the aeroplanes, right? And now they've got robots to uh, to do the customer service.
2: Digital humans, thank you, for all Digital humans. Digital
0: humans, they're robots. They're creepy, <laughs> they're creepy robots in dark rooms looking creepy. <laughs> but no, tell, sell me on it by all means.
2: So they introduced Sophie, who is a digital human, and... Um, created by Soul Machines, who are a New Zealand company who's doing a lot of work in um, kind of artificial intelligence and bringing that to life through these digital humans. Um, But she's designed to answer questions that you might have about flying, and she's on a screen, and she looks like 95% human, but there's like a bit that's just a little bit off and creepy. You know how the movie Her... Has, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Vivienne Pena. That, that's just a voice. That's just a voice. So, this is voice with a face. So, the the face, and she can recognise um, facial expressions on, on your face. So, if you are, you know, I guess the idea is if you're lost in an airport or something like that, and you go up to one of these screens and you interact with Sophie, as Sophie's able to tell that you are in distress or that you don't understand that something she's said. So, it can also read your face as well.
0: So, um, they've outsourced empathy to, a, to an algorithm. Yeah,
2: well, essentially they have. And it's their second kind of. Um, uh, try some artificial intelligence they introduced oscar the the bot who stood out really badly only really being able to understand about 15 percent of queries and can now understand 60 so there's a lot of this kind of machine learning and training stuff that's in its infancy but i think we'll see a lot more of it coming to sp- specifically the service industries and um places where you know it's not cheap to have a hell of a lot of people so why not have digital humans
0: and then but, but what will the real humans do for a living what will we do? What will we do? I mean, you, you could have a you could have a digital human hosting this radio show. Maybe, maybe there is now. This digital voice.
2: That was a bit of a Max Head, Max
0: Headroom <laughs> reference for the older listeners. Yeah, do you you know? Do you know who Max Headroom is, Anna? You're too young. No. Yeah, yeah. Engineers nodding through the glass. He's well known, Max Headroom, but not by you. Not by me. No, I'm
2: too. I'm far too young for that. But yeah, look, it's it's big, difficult questions about all of this kind of stuff, and you know, we rather than probably just tut tut about it, we probably need to talk about it in terms of the the impact (laughs) that we, well, you and I are. But you know, there's probably a little bit more conversation that needs to go on, particularly at a government level.
0: We're ahead of the curve. Hi, um. Well, we could we could have this conversation now and we could have this conversation far more easily than we once could on Twitter because Twitter, mmm, Twitter, mmm, is expanding the tweets. <sighs> oh, you I, you're you're with me on this.
2: Uh uh-huh, look, So what they've done is they've introduced 280 characters. So Twitter's been famous for 140, which they based off a pretty arbitrary. That used to be the text message limit. And now they're doing 280 characters. And funnily enough, I've not got it on my main account, Energy Connell, but I've got it on a little side tiny account. Yes,
0: they're giving it out to people like lollies, so I've got it on my account as well. Yeah, it's really random. I don't like it.
2: No, neither do I. And I've seen them come through on my fee, and my eyes... Honestly, start glazing over halfway through. Our attention, I look at it our and attention
0: think, span is that short.
2: No, not reading the rest. I don't need your mini essays.
0: Yeah, I'm absolutely with you on that. Uh, if, if only um, to prevent the, uh, the ungodly likelihood of uh donald trump being able to tweet at me uh twice as long as he currently does speaking of uh twice as long that brings us to the end of the show uh thank you so much Ann connell for joining me yet again always a pleasure
2: very welcome thank you vaughn for having me
0: my first half guest from gopro cohen summers uh always awesome and uh coming up super soon the weekend variety wireless i'm vaughn davis it's been real nighty night